Blog Talk Radio. You know that I got it anytime you desire. Hustle always ain't stopping. We live with that ending fire. Fire. You don't get to the point, no chaser. No false facts and no faker. Cast around your way. That entertainment loser. That entertaining inspiration. Put off to the side. To the west. To everyone in this nation. Never be good at celebration. With a girl in motion and an RP folk. Rich in the key. Don't feel no sleepers. Giving the game on all we know. So. Would you please pay attention? Especially if they're really on your own trying to get it. Need an idea how to make your wishes. Get it from the soul, trying to do it in your head. Even if you can't lose, if you've been better than bruised, this is exclusive for you. These are the tools. We're about to bring you the screw. Living it before it was cool. Saturday fire, oh, come here with me. And so desire, run with rich in the sea. Saturday fire, fire. Saturday fire, fire. Hello, hello, hello. Let me see if I can get this right. You're tuned in to another episode of Indie Fire on Tuesday. Yes, we we're still working on this. Like we're still working on the intro for Tuesday nights. It sounds so funny saying, you know, Tuesday because cause, you know Indie Fire it 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 airs on Thursdays. So it just it sounds so odd saying Tuesdays. But yes, another Tuesday on Indie Fire with uh with just Nikia. Yeah, I'm solo guys because cause Rich is is sick. He's sick. Like, right? I know my Superman is sick tonight, and I'm not, I don't know how to deal with that because, like, we don't get sick. Like, we, we fight through that. And I found out, like, at the last, like, one minute ago, like, literally one minute ago. So I didn't even have time to prepare and 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 get that last-minute, you know, guest co-host. But it's all good. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight with my co-host. I'm sorry, with my guest. <laughs> I'm super excited to have this young lady on with me tonight, and bear with me because my voice has been going like in and out all day. Um, it's been it's been crazy, you know. I do a lot of talking on the phones like all day um, with clients, and so uh, it's been it's been a challenge with me today and my voice. So just bear with me, you know. My guests might have to carry me tonight. Um, it has nothing to do with the weather or anything, because where I am, the weather's been a little wishy-washy, a whole lot of crazy. But I hope everyone had an awesome um, holiday on last Thursday. Hope that you were able to spend a lot of time with your friends, your family, your family, your friends, your loved ones, however you choose to spend your Thanksgiving. I hope that it was amazing for you. I hope that you did have the opportunity to do like I said do, and um Spend some time with those who are a little less fortunate with you. Um, however you chose to do so, I hope that you were able to do so. I want to share just a, a tad bit of or a tidbit of how we chose to uh, share. You know, I 
am heavily involved with a lot of organizations, and homelessness awareness is one of them. And I had the opportunity to meet a young lady a couple of weeks ago who um, I don't I don't know like all of her story, but I do know that she was displaced um, due to a house fire. And at some point in her life, prior to the fire, she had to have both of her legs amputated. And she sits in one of the Walmart parking lots um, where I live at. And we happen to be, you know, just um, shopping at some of the local stores, you know, around the Walmart one day. And we saw her in the parking lot. We first pulled up, you know, just sitting in the parking lot, minding her business, um, you know, and several carts around her. And, you know, it's a little, little chilly that night. And we went into the stores, and we did what we had to do. We came back, we put our bags in the truck, and proceeded to go into the Walmart and came back, and she was still sitting there, you know, it was getting a little cooler, and she had an umbrella over her. And, you know, you know, every time we went past her, she spoke to us, we spoke to her, you know, she spoke to different people or whatever. She wasn't really bothersome to anyone you know, but something to say, you know, go over there and, you know, ask her, is she all right or whatever. I'm sorry, something just said go over there and give her some money. Like, I normally do that anyway. So I gave her some money. And something also then said, you know, go over and ask her if she needed anything. Well, she pulled out a notebook because she had a list of stuff that she needed. So she also had, like, different bags, you know, that people had given her things. You know, she told me her story, how she had been, you know, misplaced from her house, you know, because of a fire. And uh, prior to the fire, she had both of her legs amputated and, you know, there were things on her list, you know, that she liked to eat and, you know, long story short, you know, my kids and I went in the store, we we got some of the things that she wanted or the things that she had given me on the list, that particular list. And so we got the things, we came back out, we chopped it up with her for a little while and, you know, um, because she's there in this parking lot every day, you know, she doesn't get a a hot meal, you know, she's able to eat, like, you know, soup out of a can or whatever, Um, string cheese, you know, things like that, Um, so that's something that I wanted to do to be able to take her back a hot meal uh, for Thanksgiving, so seeing that I had to work, like, all day and all night Thanksgiving, um, that's something I wanted to do on Friday to be able to take her this hot meal, and, uh, like, for me on Thanksgiving, you know, I had, like, an omelet <laughs> delivered from Denny. That was my Thanksgiving, you know, um, things like that a lot of people take for granted, uh, especially when Denny's was, like, the only thing that was delivering, you know. And, um, my kids are freaking out, you know, like, my, that's all we got to eat, like, Denny, you know, because, you know, my, I wasn't cooking, you know, take for granted. You know, when you have somebody that's sitting in a parking lot um, and popping soup out of a can, you know, who's overly gracious to have a hot, you know, meal um, the following day, you know. So that's why I'm always, you know, just, I know you guys are tired of you beating it in your head, you know, um, but I was able to also go and visit my grandmother. We talked about this on Saturday uh, for, you know, the holiday and my grandmother was one of those individuals who suffered severely through the hurricane Florence. And, you know, there are people that are still, you know, giving churches and everything that are giving 
uh, for those families that, you know, were affected by the hurricane. And um, my grandmother, they went to this church and they gave out like meals, like, like full meals, like the full turkeys and all the sides and everything. And so my grandmother cooked up this turkey and all the sides uh, for me to be able to bring back because I'm always talking about, you know, these families. She cooked the turkey for me to be able to just bring back and be able to give to whomever. So I was able to bring back the turkey um, to give to, uh, you know, a, a needy family uh, with all the sides, you know, um, right down to like a cake, you know, the rolls, all the sides, you know, and it's just, you you just don't know how exhilarating it is to be able to put a smile on a family's face when they don't know, like, where the next meal is going to come from. So if you ever, if you ever have that opportunity, you know, it doesn't, um, it doesn't even have to be Thanksgiving Day, you know, because I just did this. I just took this yesterday, you know, to a family. So that's why I'm always, you know, I'm always stuck upon the fact that uh, people say, like, why don't you celebrate Thanksgiving, you know, um, because I feel like you should be thankful, like, every day, every day. You know, you don't have to have that one day out of the year to be thankful. You should be thankful every day. You should be able to spread that love and that cheer you know, every day, and so the smiles that you put on people's faces every day, you know, um, or the opportunity to be able to put the smiles and the cheer on somebody's face every day, you know, um, it's just, that should be Thanksgiving every day. Um, so that's my, my tidbit today. Um, instead of throwing it on the end, I'm going to put it on the beginning, you know, since Rich is here, you know, but Rich, I do hope that you feel better. Uh, and uh, before I continue on my soapbox, I do have a very special guest here with me today. This young lady comes uh, by way of a very, very dear friend of mine, um, Patrick Spellman. If you're listening, uh, big up to you for introducing me to this very, very dear young lady by the name of Sky Colette. Uh, she's a pop singer and songwriter, Los Angeles-based. Uh, singer and songwriter. She's always been a dreamer and had a genuine love for music. Her mother discovered her gifts for music on the way home one day at the tender age of two. She knew every song on the radio, and even when her mom turned it to different stations, she sang every word. Kind of sounds like my daughter. <laughs> she was encouraged by her music teacher to sing at an assembly. And being the bold performer that she is, she didn't back down from the challenge. At the age of five, she was singing in front of her whole school. She knew then that she was meant to be a singer. Sky Colette has a soothing, seductive voice and has performed at the famous House of Blues and Hard Rock Cafe. She combines old school sounds with a contemporary modern twist. She is an old soul with a beautiful spirit. Sky has been featured on the House of Blues website and on noteworthy publications like Pop Dust and Music Rag. Sky Colette is currently working on her next album, due for release in 2019. After I play 12 a.m. by Sky Colette, 
and the fire listening fans, followers, and supporters. I'll bring back in our guest today, Ms. Sky Collette.
Hey, Miss Nakia. I probably said all that on mute, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> yes, Rich. Rich would be texting me right now. He'd be waving in the air like, Nakia, no, no, you're always on mute. You're always on mute. So, you know what? I'm just going to have to read all of that over again because that was the highlight right there. So, here we go. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. Ty Colette has performed at South by Southwest. She was nominated for an Underground Music Award in New York City for Best New Female Artist. She got to perform at the House of Blues on Sunset twice. She got chosen to attend the Driven Music Conference. She attended various award shows, including the Grammys. She has had international airplay for a few of her songs. She got, though she has gotten radio airplay and internet radio airplay. She has gotten industry recognition for songwriting from various individuals, including Omar Grant from Rock Nation. She got featured on Young Money's website. She got featured on SoulTrain.com. She's been on the Soul Train Awards. She's gotten approached by the executive producers of American Idol to audition for the show through her Facebook page. And she performed at a free Grammy event. Indie Fire fans, followers, and supporters, my guest for this evening, pop singer and songwriter, Miss Sky Colette. Wow. What an introduction. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> the must that I repeated all of that. I have to go back and repeat all of that. Yes. Even after I was on mute. I'm good for doing that. I'm good. See, see what uh, happens? I have to mute myself because... You know, once I get the music, like, I, I pick my favorite songs, and then I learn all the lyrics, and then while the music is playing, you know, I'll be in my zone, and I'll be singing my favorite lines to the song, and, you know, how you get ready for the club, and that's what yeah. I'm doing. And I can't do that if I'm not on mute, so I got to mute it out, but I forget to unmute it. <laughs> and I come back in, and I got, I got all this stuff to say, but I'm always on mute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Miss Nakia, for having me on the show. And although Riches are here, I appreciate him as well for allowing me to be on the show. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us. I know, and and I and I do want to say um, to all of those guests that we've had on the West Coast, please let Sky be an example. Uh, you know, because we we always my assistant always makes sure you know when he converses with you all, that he tells you everything is in East Coast time. Sky was, or yeah. Sky Colette was, you know, she was here, like, she beat me here, you know. She was, <laughs> like, 15 minutes on time, you know. And so don't ever let that be an excuse that you don't know what time you're supposed to be here because a homegirl made it here on time. Like, she beat me here. So, you know, <laughs> You know, we always talk about this, you know, when it comes to your interview, you know, just just, just be on time. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Be on time. Yeah. yeah. Of course, because everything, everything is a business, and it's like, exactly. honestly, I feel like it is good to be an independent artist because you do learn the business side of music, you know. And so, it, yeah, professionalism really matters. So, thank you. And punctuality for me is, you know, punctuality, it just says a lot for your character. 
you know? Yeah. Yes, so, ma'am. So, at the age of two, at the age of two, you were singing at the age of two? Yes, ma'am. Um, it's funny. My mom, she always tells a story, but basically, it was my mom, my dad, and me in the car, and they were just changing the stations, and I was just singing whatever was on the station, Um, and it scared my dad because he was like, wait, how does she know all these words? And how does she know like this song and this song and this song? So um, it's funny, like I've always been that way. And so even now I go to a restaurant, like if for some reason I will drown everything out and I hear only like the music sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like, and anytime I hear something, like I get it like within like two seconds. I can sing it, like, even if I've never heard it before, I, like, know the melody. But if I've heard it before, it just comes back like water. <laughs> it's almost like a jukebox, you know? It's weird. <laughs> now, now, were you talking or could you just sing? Because my daughter has always been that way. She, I mean, she talks early, but when it comes to music, like, she knew songs. And she could sing yeah. the songs, but yeah, it was it was just, yeah it was very hard to explain. Yeah, I think I knew like some words, but um, you know, of course, a two year old is not gonna know as much as a three or four or five year old. So I I couldn't probably spell my name or anything like that. But right. I just the music like especially being Whitney Houston. <laughs> I knew it like the back of my hand. My mom, she would always be like, sing in front of, you know, she'd always be like, sing, sing in front of other people. And boy, she was like, she wouldn't stop singing. <laughs> she, just, she, just, she just keep going and going and going. So I've always been like that. <laughs> Who would you say um, influences your style of singing? You mentioned just then Whitney Houston. Who would you say influences your style of singing? Okay, so um, to be honest with you, um, it's so many different, I guess, people that would influence my singing, especially now. Um, I love old school music. <laughs> so I grew up listening to, like, Anita Baker, Tony Braxton, um, of course, Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey. I grew up listening to, like, you know, vocalists, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. and just uh, people who really were like passionate about music, and you know their their songs told stories. So I feel like right. at this point in my life, um, I'm still heavily influenced by you know older music, but I love like current pop music too, and current like hip hop music, um, just because the lyrics are clever, <laughs> um, and you know it's. The music is a lot more, um, I guess, bubbly. And then I like pop music because you can actually write about anything. You can write about mm-hmm. so many different ranges of music and ideas and topics. And so I guess what I'm trying to say, <laughs> I went all around the world to say that um, it's it's some of the greats like Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey, but also some of them are the current people of today, um, 
you know, and believe it or not, country music actually inspires me as well, just because they write great stories, you know. If you had the opportunity to perform with any of those artists that you just named, who would it be? <laughs> Hands down, Whitney Houston. <laughs> Obviously, she's not with us anymore, but hands down, like, I've always been a fan. Um, it's just nobody could ever, like, replace her voice. Nobody. Like, she just really was a one of a kind. And she had a really awesome spirit, too. Favorite Whitney Houston song? Oh, my God. So, I'm so glad you, <laughs> I'm so glad you asked me this. Okay, so... Saving all my love, and I'll tell you why. Because when I was in like the third, fourth grade, I had a teacher. Um, her name was Diana Ross, believe it or not. <laughs> it was like her real name. <laughs> she would <laughs> she would always ask me to sing in front of everybody. Like she would pull the teachers aside and say, "Hey, you gotta listen to this girl sing." Um, and so I would sing that song. Saving all my love. I was, <laughs> and imagine being in the third, fourth grade. <laughs> I'm like nine or ten or something, and I'm singing a Whitney Houston song, "Saving All My Love." So yeah, uh, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> pretty interesting lyrics too for a nine-year-old. Like I know, <laughs> I know. How would you describe, like, so I I know you consider yourself, the genre that you are under is pop, but is that what you consider your musical style? Because you mentioned that you like, you know, the hip-hop and um, the versatility and the lyrics, um, but is that what you, or how you would describe your musical style um, to be pop? Yes, ma'am. To be honest, like, I mean, I'm always going to have some type of soul in my music, R&B, because I grew up listening to that. And I feel like genres are different nowadays. Like, back in the day with Aretha Franklin and um, Ray Charles, they were still soul or R&B, even though they tried, like, all these different types of music like Aretha Franklin did gospel but she didn't right. she wasn't categorized as a gospel singer so right I just think nowadays it's kind of hard to group music especially when a person like does different genres but for me I would just say pop just because um you know I do try to do like a commercial sound something that a wide variety of people can listen to and like um I don't like to do vulgar music. Um, I like for it to be tasteful because <laughs> we can still talk about sex and it still be tasteful. Um, so, you know, I'm just kind of big on that because that, I have, you know, a little cousins and cousins that look up to me. So mm-hmm. I don't want <laughs> – I don't – I want to be a role model, if that makes sense. But I still want to be able to put out music that, you know – adults can listen to and you know family friendly so with that being said what what's the biggest misconception that you feel people have about 
your genre of music? Um, I think a lot of people just think about the bubbly pop and probably just um everything is just uh kind of Britney Spears ish. <laughs> but mm-hmm. that's not that's not true. Um pop can be like a wide variety of things, especially nowadays. There's things that will hit the pop charts that you would be like, What? How is that pop music? So mm-hmm. it, it's a misconception to think that um, pop is just like the cookie cutter pop, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And sorry about the noise in the back. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned that you uh, like to write about issues that, different people are able to relate to. Yes, ma'am. Some of those issues being um, sexually oriented, but in a mm-hmm. tasteful way. Yes, ma'am. Talk about 12 a.m. <laughs> okay. 12 a.m. was kind of one of my 90s inspired type of songs. Like, um, if I wasn't singing that song, who I would think would be singing that song, maybe like Janet or Tommy Braxton or, you know, somebody like that. Um, it just has a cool, laid-back, sensual um, approach to it. And, you know, it was one of the first songs that I released um, when I first got started in music. I actually... You know how sometimes you put out songs and you're just like, I don't know how it's going to, you know, how people are going to feel about it, um, mm-hmm. especially if it's about sex. <laughs> so, but uh, I'm glad I did because, you know, I love 12 a.m. It's, it's a great song. And... Uh... Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, at the time, I was dating somebody who, uh, I don't know, the world has changed a lot. Like, sometimes you get with guys and they want you to take care of them. And um, I feel like as yeah. a woman, <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I feel like as a woman, you have to have standards. And so right. when I created Diamonds Are Girls Best Friends, it wasn't as much about money as it was I'm going to have high standards. So my taste is very expensive. <laughs> and so I'm not just going to settle for anything. So that's kind of that's kind of where that came from. Just I feel like in today's society, like a lot of us might not have as many standards as we should. And so I just kind of wanted to bring that back. Speaking of standards and, you know, as a female in this industry and seeing, you know, so many, I don't know if that's the appropriate word, seeing all the BS that (laughs) so 
so many of the females in this industry choose to, you know, cat fight about. Um, oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Standards, having standards, I feel are, are it, it's so important, standards, to have something to stand for. Um, exactly. To have, you know, there, there needs to be some unity amongst the women in this industry. Um, and yeah. I just, I think that's lacking um, in this I do industry. Uh, do you see that? Do you see that across your genre um, as an indie artist? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I see. Um, first off, music is very male dominated, <laughs> and I feel like a lot of that is because, you know. Most of us probably just want to be um, on stage and performing and not really deal with the business side because <laughs> it's so much work and it's hard and maybe it takes time to learn it. But the problem with not enough women being on the business side is, you know, what you see is what you get. <laughs> if somebody okay. else is controlling you know, your livelihood, that's why I think there is so much sexualism um, out here. And I think that it's, it's not a balance. Like, I don't have an issue with people, you know, showing their bodies and if, if that's who they are. <laughs> but you can't tell me that every female artist that comes out, that's who she is. Everybody's right. not like that. So there's not a balance. I feel like in the 90s, we had a balance. We had Janet, <laughs> but we also had all these other people to balance everything out. So everything was not just, you know, everything just overly sexualized. And don't get me wrong, I feel like Janet, she was tasteful with her sexuality, but still her songs were about sex. So mm-hmm. I just feel like nowadays, because we don't have a balance, and a lot of that is because <laughs> everything is dominated by men. And then we as women, we have to work together in order for us to be able to call the shots. Right. To be able to reclaim, you know, our, our place. Because it makes more sense as I'm going to look out for myself more than somebody else's. And then exactly. if that person happens to be a man, <laughs> his perspective on my life as a woman is going to be totally different than my perspective. So if we have more women executives, more women record label owners, more women um, producers, I think things would be a lot easier, a lot better. Hands down. Now, because you have this, this stance, have you suffered any resistance or skepticism from the industry as an independent artist because, you know, you stand so firmly on these beliefs. Yes, ma'am. Yes, all the, all the time. Um, just because, I hate to put it this way, but I'm just going to say it the way it is. Um, a lot of people just want you to just do your job and shut up. That's it. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. 
They don't want you to have an opinion. They don't want you to be in control of your career. So, yeah, I get a lot of pushback just because um, a lot of people are like, I don't even know what to do. Like, managers, thank God I have the manager I have now. He's not like that. But it took me a minute (laughs) to, like, work with him. And along the way, I had so many managers who were like, I don't even know what to do with you because, you know, it's like I had a clear vision. And not necessarily that I was trying to call all the shots, but, you know, I had some type of direction. And so I feel like they just want somebody who um, just really wet behind the ears. (laughs) And they can just kind of tell what to do and they just do it. But I feel like business should be different than personal. And that might be cool in your personal life for you to have women that you control like that. But as far as business, you do want somebody who is self-aware because they're going to help you. Like, it's harder to work with somebody who just knows nothing (laughs) because they're going to make way more mistakes. So I look at it as a blessing. I look at it as a blessing, but some men don't. (laughs) They don't see it. They don't see it that way. They see it as, oh, you think da-da-da-da-da, and it's like, God forbid, be a confident woman. (laughs) God forbid. (laughs) You know, and and it's crazy because I feel like I'm down to earth. Um, You know, I try to be humble. Like, I don't, if I'm not, you know, overstepping my boundaries and being arrogant, I don't see the problem. And at the end of the day, we're talking about, your music career at the end of the day. Exactly. 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 And I think more women should demand more. And and <laughs> we're only going to get there if we work together. Right. You know, I just feel like we have to be more community oriented because, you know, two heads are always better than one. Always. Yeah. Speaking of music... I'm going to get into this Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend right now. This is Sky Colette.
keeps going. Invested in 
starting their musical career? What what could you offer to them? Well, first off, I would say um, you're not alone, you know. And also, you guys can always hit me up as well um, if you have questions or, you know, you need some guidance. Um, or if you're like, oh, I'm not sure. Like, I want to do this, but how do I go about doing it? Everything is about a network, you know. Um, you, you have to have a support system. And so networking is key. Also, <laughs> make sure you understand business. Now, the key is you don't have to actually take a class or anything if you don't want to. There's books that are free, articles that are free. Um, you could just go on YouTube and just type in, like, music business. You know, just kind of learn a little bit. Sometimes there's free seminars, webinars. Um, there's a lot of organizations that help new up-and-coming artists, um, including CSAC. Um, there's ASCAP and BMI. And so there's a lot of wealth of information. Also, <laughs> um, I've been learning a lot about social media and I would recommend that anybody who's actually serious about this, whether you're trying to get signed or you want to start your own label, whatever, you need to learn social media, period. <laughs> 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 and the same thing, <laughs> the same thing if it's articles, if it's, uh, if it's books, a lot of stuff is free. A lot of this information is free. You don't have to pay for it. Now, I'm a big advocate on taking courses and classes, so, yes, I actually pay for some stuff, too, and you can do that as well. There's stuff that's cheap out there. Um, there's lynda.com, <laughs> okay? Lynda, that's L-Y-N-D-A.com. You can learn how to play a guitar. You can learn how to produce. They have songwriting stuff on there. They have, like, a lot of musical stuff. So you can build your skills up. But I don't want you to be taken advantage of, okay? I want you to know the business. <laughs> I don't want somebody to just put a piece of paper in front of you and say, hey, I'm going to make you famous. Sign this. I've had so many situations like that. Make sure that you understand the business so you're not afraid of it so nobody can take advantage of you. So that's, like, my biggest advice I can give. And that was excellent, excellent information right there. Excellent information. Some of the best information that I've heard. Um, Thank you. You know, not only giving you um, nuggets to use, but she's providing you with links to go to so you have no excuse. Um, Not only... You know, people always say like, I don't, I don't have, you know, my budget isn't set up. But she's giving you like free information as well, so you really, exactly. you really don't have an excuse, you know. Um, exactly, exactly. And nine times out of ten, whatever artist that you're like trying to be like, there's probably an artist that either is current or in the past who is very similar. And so figure out what they did, study those people, <laughs> figure out what they did, 
because um, there's nothing new under the sun, nothing. And when people get into business, they study other business people, and they try to do exactly. what those people do in order to get to where they're at. So all you have to do is just study the steps of the people before you to figure out what they did right and what they did wrong. <laughs> and if you're smart, you'll capitalize on what they did wrong and do better. There you go. What was something that um, was really, you, you have a lot of accolades, but what has been the highlight of your career thus far? Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I really can't pinpoint just one thing, but if I had to just say just one thing that just was amazing, um, performing at the House of Blues on Sunset was incredible because they're actually shut down now. But I got to perform there twice before they shut it down. Yeah. (laughs) And I was on the website. So they had me on the website um, as soon as you logged in. And I was just like, wow, this is really happening. (laughs) This is is amazing. Um, Because it's legendary. You know, you can't just perform at that venue. Um, and some of the greatest performers have performed there. So it just really, it, it was a very humbling experience. Um, and it just kind of showed me that there is no limit. <laughs> like, sky is the limit. Like, anything is possible, you know. It's just, it, it takes hard work, and it it takes dedication. And And another thing, too, this might come across a certain way, but Take it with love. <laughs> um, when it comes to music, take it seriously. If you don't take it seriously, yeah. other people aren't going to take you seriously. Well. This, should be, right. this should be a business, okay? This is not just – I'm not saying it's not just art, but put art and business together. Don't – the worst thing that you could do is be passionate about something but not understand – that it takes your commitment to make this happen. If you're going to do music, stick to it. If this is really what you want to do. And, you know, have different stuff set in place. You know what I mean? Like, Rome wasn't built in a day, but you need to have some type of vision of, okay, this year, this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> and if this doesn't work out, I'm going I'm to do this. And if it's Set it up like a business. Like, take it seriously. When I first approached music, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to take this seriously. This has to be important to me. And I have to treat this like a business. Other than that, I'm just going to be lackadaisical. And, yeah, I'm going to sing and stuff like that. But it has to be deeper than that. So I made a commitment. (laughs) I said, okay, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to do it right. And so I just feel like as an artist, we get a bad rep because people are not serious and they're not committed and there's no follow through and they don't understand business and professionalism. So if you're going to do it, do it, but do it to the best of your ability and make sure that you're not asking for handouts, <laughs> you know, be prepared to pay for people, pay people because guess what? When you pay people, that establishes that relationship, okay? Also, you become a boss 
because <laughs> you're paying somebody else. That's what bosses do. They pay other people. So be prepared to pay other people, you know, and, and appreciate that because you get what you pay for. So if you don't pay anything for something, it's going to be less quality. If you really want something high quality, pay for it. And then you could demand that it's high quality. You can't demand high quality if you're not paying. <laughs> so, yes, ma'am. She <laughs> established her seriousness in this final track, Hey Big Spender, by Colette.
know, but they don't really learn you personally. So game time, how it works is, you know, very quickly I'm going to throw out, you know, and or or, and or or questions. And very quickly okay. you answer whether it's this or that, all right? Six very quick questions okay. and you say this or that. And that's how our audience learns just a little bit about you personally, all right? If you okay. don't know the answer, and Ms. McKee, I was just going to say, um, the phone is, is doing something a little weird right now. So um, I hear you, but I don't fully hear you. Can you fully hear me? Yes, I can. We're going to try it, but just in case, that's that's why. But go ahead. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Basketball or football? Oh, man. Um, definitely basketball. Washing dishes or doing laundry? Washing dishes. <laughs> Cardi B or Nicki Minaj? Really? <laughs> um, I am going to say, just off the top of my head right now, I'm going to say Nicki. iPhone or Android? iPhone. A honey mustard or barbecue sauce? Uh, oh, that's hard. <laughs> uh, let's just say barbecue. You can't go wrong with barbecue. <laughs> Power or empire? Oh, okay. I love me some power, but I would have to say empire just because there is a lot more music. So, Money or fame? Honestly, money, so that I can help a lot of people, money. There you have it, fans, a little bit of personal information about Sky Colette. Sky Colette, the floor (laughs) is yours. I want you to go ahead and get your contact information out to our fans so that if anyone's interested in, you know, working with you in the future, contacting you for any collaborations, uh, they can get in contact with you um, by – Obtaining your contact information right now. This floor is yes, yours. ma'am. And yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Um, I just want to say to everybody who's listening, thank you so much for listening, tuning in. Um, <clears throat> again, my name is Sky Collette. My contact info. Um, I'm on Twitter, Facebook, SoundCloud, Spotify, everything. But um, everything is Sky Collette Music. So it's S K Y C O. L-E-T-T-E, so that's one L, two T's, music. Um, and so you guys can pretty much put me anywhere. <laughs> um, I'm very personal, so if you want to actually reach out to me, um, that's really awesome. Because like I said, you can never have too much advice. Um, and so I'm willing to help anybody, especially if you're very serious about music. Definitely willing to answer any questions. Um and, you know, I love to hear your music if you want to get some feedback. Um, I just feel like we all have to work together. So, And I'm also on uh, Tidal, Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora. Yeah, so you can stream my music, too. And it's just Sky Collette for those. Awesome. There you have it. I thank you for joining us today, Sky Collette. Uh, you could have been anywhere. Um, 
that you chose to spend this time with us. So I am greatly appreciative um, for you taking the time to be with us today. No, I'm grateful to you because this has been, like, really awesome. And I know, like, the format is probably a little different with Rich here, but um, I just appreciate you taking the time and, you know, allowing me to use this platform to showcase my gift. So I really appreciate that. Yes, you are welcome back anytime. Once you've been on the show, you become family, so you're welcome back anytime. <laughs> uh, shout out, of course, to my um, the greatest co-host in the world in his absence, Rich, and the Global Money family. Um, we'll be back this Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with rap artist uh, Young, by the way. We'll be back on Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to close out the month of November, where he said, she said Hot Topics with Rich and Nakia um, until 7 p.m. on Thursday. Uh, it's been fun. It's been real. Um, but we got to run. <laughs> Have a good night. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. You're welcome. Goodbye.